You're listening to Wood Talk Online, a podcast for woodworkers by woodworkers. Now here are your hosts, Mark Spagnolo and Matt Vanderlist. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Wood Talk Online, episode 49 for January 21st, 2009. I'm Senior Mark Spagnolo. And I am Senior Matt Vanderlist. Uh, hola, people. Uh, <laughs> if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, uh, you really hate our impressions, or you'd prefer to hear a different impression, you know how to get a hold of us. We have two different ways. You can uh, email us at woodtalkonline at gmail.com, or you can pick up the phone and leave us a message at 623-242-2450. As always, we'll make sure to have this information posted in the show notes. Uh, just randomly, you can search for it, whatever. Uh, call us up. But, you know, you can get all of us one way or the other. <laughs> Smoke signals. Yeah, there's definitely a way. <laughs> Always a way. Always a way. So, status report. Matt, what is going on in your shop? I see nothing on the show notes here. I, I hope something's going on. Uh, well, the other day, I picked up a uh, dustpan, mm. and I moved uh, one pile from the back of the shop to the front of the shop. I was close to putting it into the actual trash can, but that would have taken extra effort, and I'm still not in the extra effort mode. <laughs> so that is uh, that's awfully exciting. Let me tell you, I'm I'm living high on the hog <laughs> in the wood shop right now. Actually, I, I've got a few things going on. Basically, it's more or less kind of like uh, we've been working on the new and improved Matt's Basement Workshop website, and mm-hmm. so that's been taking up a lot of the time. And we'll talk a little bit about that probably in a few minutes or so. Or now you know about it. If you haven't visited, it, definitely stop by and check it out. Uh, Senior Mark was very very helpful, and so was the beautiful Nicole in, in getting it up and running. Otherwise, I'd have been like. Um, yeah, just go to that one thing I built. Who cares if the ads are all over the place? Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been also designing a couple things. Uh, the, the, my wife, Samantha, has decided that we need, like, actual bookcases. Apparently, she has something against milk crates in the living room. So we got to get rid of those. <laughs> and we're going to actually build some, uh, like, some real legitimate bookcases. And so that's one of the things I've actually been working on, too, is drawing up. And I've decided I'm going I'm to catch up with the rest of you. And I'm using SketchUp. And mm. that's insane. That thing is awesome. I, I can't believe that I didn't, you know, just like the website, maybe jump up into the modern age. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's uh, SketchUp is good. Now, what was your uh, first impressions? If you're relatively new to it, I'm curious what you thought of it. You know, actually, um, it, it wasn't too painful. I think the uh, the learning curve was maybe just a few hours or so. And the hardest part for me was trying to you know, like when when you draw out, like let's say something where you want to like raise it up so you can kind of give it that 3D depth. I definitely had a hard time getting used to punching in the, the dimensions that I wanted. So there was a lot of fat fingers on that. What was supposed to be 24 inches turned out to be like 2,400 inches. Okay, <laughs> it was just like way out of scale. Okay, but, um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there, Matt. We have to kill your we have to kill your video. Okay, okay. it's starting. You you're starting to sound crackly. Okay, where so, do we leave off in the conversation? I cut you off. Sorry. Oh, uh, basically, we're just, we were talking a little bit about the SketchUp and uh, initial impressions from it, and uh, that oh, was yeah. a, that was just about it. So, so okay. Actually, so, how far did you get? Did you actually get anything drawn up? Yeah, actually, I, I do have a uh, the whole drawing made out. In fact, what I ended up doing is I had a, a earlier project. Everybody remembers kind of that small table that I did not so long ago. I had a few people who were asking for drawings for it. So that's what I went ahead and did that, and I actually posted those. It's on the old website. I got to, you know, bring that over to the new one. But the the new uh, project that we're working on, it turned out really good, and I, I'm really impressed with it. I mean, it, it, once you get the hang of it, it is so easy to knock something out there and actually have somebody see what it really, really looks like and play around with it. I, I love it now. I, I can't imagine not using it. Absolutely. For me, it's it's you know proportions, getting angles organized, and. Um, you know, I'm working on something right now that has some interesting angles to it. And it's something that I could have drawn it down, you know, on a piece of paper, you know, with a pencil, but I wouldn't, the great thing about SketchUp is it, it keeps things in alignment in a way like, you know, your pencil can move out of the way and you can get an inexact angle. But if you have, you know, if you're connecting lines of a certain length and a certain orientation, the angle is the true angle, you know, so it actually gives you information that you could go on and then use in your project. It's, um, you know, so it's not it's not right for everything. And I'm I'm still getting the hang of representing curves properly, which (laughs) is uh, not that easy to do, at least for me. Um, But but, you know, for straight angle, for straight things, angle things, squares and just working out the basics and proportions, I think it's great. Right, absolutely. I, I didn't even want to think about like circles or anything like that right now. I was looking at the tutorials on YouTube, and I'm like, nah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there right now. <laughs> yeah, you can really get into it. There's a few people that uh, uh, that I talked to, and some of them are probably in the chat room. I know um, Aaron Marshall is incredible uh, with his, his SketchUp skills. He's He took the, uh, I think it was the magazine rack, and made a full SketchUp plan with multiple tabs in it and breaking the whole thing down. As simple as that project was, it really showed the potential of what you can do with SketchUp, just beyond drawing things, but making full project plans. It was it was pretty uh, pretty good stuff. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, I know a lot of other places are using it. Popular Woodworking is using it. I've seen that they've got a bunch of stuff there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely easy to use. And the best thing about it was totally free, so you can't yeah. get around that. You definitely can't beat that price, that's for sure. Um, right, so what's going on in the Spagnolo workshop? I see you got a little something on the list there. Uh, yeah, actually, there there's quite a few things going on. Um, you know, before I do that, I was just sent a link by my lovely assistant, Nicole, uh, from, Aaron. from Aaron, the go-to-school.com. If I'm not mistaken, I have a DVD from those people that I haven't had a chance to go all the way through yet, but there's uh, really good uh, tutorials for SketchUp there. So we'll put the link in the show notes for that. Uh, re- Sweet. Yeah, remind me about that if I don't remember to put it there. Uh, I got right now. So the things that are going on with me, I've got a couple things. First of all, I signed up. I- I've made a promise. My New Year's resolution to myself is uh, to take more classes and to actually get myself more involved in, in taking classes of just various different topics that interest me uh, because I've kind of ignored that aspect of my, my learning process in the past couple years. So uh, it's actually starting, which is really cool. And uh, I don't know if you uh, have talked to uh, the guy that goes by the name Tree Frog Furniture in the chat room at all. Ah, uh, Tree Frog, Tree Frog. That just just, just so pretend clear. that you did. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. We have long conversations. A lot of fun. Okay. Well, Tree, uh, he mentioned that Daryl Pert is holding a class at the uh, William Eng School, and it's on uh, making this gorgeous uh, green and green uh, style table uh, that's just oh. beautiful. And um, it's it's almost a week-long class, I believe. So I uh, signed up for that and uh, got a couple other things coming up later in the year. I'm probably going to go to uh, – uh, what is his name? I just blanked on his name. What's his name? Yeah, that's right. Andy Chidwick. I can't believe I blanked on that. Uh, I met him through a, a, a working at American Sycamore, and he does amazing, like very Maloof-style sculpted rockers and stuff. So we're going to go do a little video on his school and uh, learn a little bit about the, his sculpting technique, which should be really cool. Um, so nice. I'm totally stoked and excited about all that stuff. I just um, uh, feel like I've taken a hiatus from my own personal learning curve, and that, that bothers me a lot. So I'm glad to get back into it. Well, you know, I can see how that happens, though, because just like with anything else, once you kind of start rolling in, in, into what you're doing, you know, and, and you, you become a little complacent. You know, yeah. it, it could be just anything like safety. You know, you, you, not necessarily not a desire to learn. You just become complacent in what you're doing. And I think that's it's very admirable that you're going out there and doing this. I mean, that's one thing I would love to do more of around here, but short of like a woodcraft class, which there's nothing wrong with that. There's some great classes that are out there. But it's not like the same level as like, you know, a week long thing. You really got to kind of travel for that. Yeah. And I'm just too damn lazy to travel. <laughs> well, the end of the driveway, that's too far. Yeah. You know, if you can, though, there's a um, and again, I would never knock those short term classes because really sometimes that's all people can do. Uh, but if you can get into the, you know, four to seven to 10 day classes, uh, there is a significant difference in, in what you actually get for your time and money invested. Uh, versus the the short form classes. So if you do have a chance, it's it's certainly worth it. Um, you know, the other thing I wanted to mention, and this is a pretty important thing to me right now. Uh, I, I did I tell you this offline? I don't know if I did, but um, I'm starting Great a new. Uh, did you see the steamer trunk thing? Have you caught wind of that at all? Uh, I seem to remember something about it, but re- refresh my memory. I'm, I'm kind of lost today. Okay. Um, yeah. So am I. <laughs> judging by the lack of uh, th- things in the show notes here. Uh, yeah, so there is a, uh, I got an email from a guy named, uh, Dwayne and he explained that, uh, he was recently diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and he's going through this, um, uh, going through chemo right now. And it's just a really tough time. And, uh, you know, he's faced with his future at this point and wants to build something for his kids. I believe he's got two girls and two boys. And okay. he, he said that he really would love to just build something beautiful. And he's thinking like a hope chest or a steamer trunk for his daughters. And just asked if I had any recommendations. Basically, you know, I don't really exactly know what he was asking for me other than maybe just pointing him in the right direction. 
And at first, I didn't really think I could do much for him other than say, hey, here's this great plan. Uh, give it a shot. And if you have problems, by all means, email me and I'd be more than happy to help you. Mm-hmm. Well, I talked to Nicole for a little bit and his, his story just really touched me and uh, it, in a good way by the way. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so I only expected it in the good way. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and I, I gave it some extra thought and I'm like, you know what, what, what's the best thing about this medium that we work in? And, and the fact that I work for myself and make my own schedule is the fact that I could just at the drop of a hat, change my mind and do something, you know, that that's really cool. So I said, you know what, screw it. I'm going to ask this guy, pick a plan out and I'll build it and I'll film it. And that will be, you know, the way I sort of help him and guide him through the little intricacies of, of the process of building this thing. So that's right. exactly what I did. I dropped everything. I ordered the plan. I had some quarter sawn white oak sitting in the shop that, that would be perfect for this project. And I jumped right into it. So um, we're on like day two of the stock prep at this point and started filming, which as always slows me down significantly. <laughs> Um, (laughs) but you know what, the, the best news that I heard, uh, from him and we haven't even really done anything with this yet, but I got him involved in, in the forum and he saw the forum posts on it. And and there's a few people who are, uh, I know Vic mentioned he's going to try to build it too. And I think one or two other people are going to join in and actually build this thing as well. And I heard from him already and got an email and he said, you know, he gets his, his, uh, chemo treatment on Friday. Usually he said it knocks him out for like four days. And he's like, I don't know whether it was the excitement of talking about all this stuff or the forum or just getting everybody's encouragement, uh, but he said he was back on his feet within a day, which never happens. Uh, oh, wow. That's awesome. And yeah, and it's just that the power of positive thinking and positive energy and stuff like that. So it, it just made me feel really good to to know that that already is having uh, some kind of a positive effect on him. So. Yeah, no, that that's totally admirable. I mean, that's one of those things that, uh, you know, even – you you definitely have a lot of uh, a lot of leeway in there with what you're able to do and everything like that. But I mean, you hear about all these great charity organizations that definitely help out in these ways. I mean, whether it's just something as simple as just you know um, just spe- volunteering a little time at you know a, you know some sort of you know group effort or something you know to restore something or something as huge as this. I mean, I think this is kind of unprecedented with what you're doing. So another milestone for the Wood Whisperer himself. <laughs> but, well, you know, but still, I mean, you, you should, th- I think this is a really great effort in, w- in what you're doing. And I think this really speaks volumes again about the woodworking world, because I don't, I don't know any other group that you would really hear something like this from. No, I, I agree. And I think the, uh, the interesting thing about this is when you, you think of all the things online and now we're really, I mean, it's beaten into us to be very wary of anything that we see online, especially things that ask for money or ask for some kind of uh, support like that. And I've gotten things like that from people who are clearly like hinting that they want something, you know, and they don't necessarily come out and say it. Um, and some of them actually do, you know, where they're looking for financial help. And, and I'm, I tend to be very suspicious of these things, uh, especially when they're not in the country. You know, it's a little bit hard and there's so much that we need to do in our own country. It's very hard for us to justify making that type of contribution. Um, but right. when something like this comes along, he didn't ask for anything other than a little bit of advice. And it, it's so much more tangible of a thing to help someone in, in a case like this. Uh, than any other thing that I've done before. So um, I'm really excited about it. What I want to do is um, put the uh, links up to the American Cancer Society. And I believe he said he he would also like me to put up a link to the James Cancer Research or something. I think it's it's James something or other where he's receiving his his treatment. And I'll put links up to that if anybody's interested in contributing, um, you know, to the cause on the whole. Um, Sweet. Know. So anyway, the, don't want to spend too much time on that, but uh, that's what's going on primarily in my shop at this time. Nice. Now we're we're going to be seeing these videos, right? I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. misunderstand that. Okay, oh yeah, they'll, they'll be full fledged uh, Wood Whisperer episodes, and I've got a. I'm trying this whole new schedule thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how's that working for you? <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. You know, in fact, what I'm finding is originally I wanted to do like two videos a month, and then I realized that I. I'm having trouble limiting myself to two videos a month. So I think this particular project will just go in between the other two videos that are already on the schedule and we'll just squeeze them in there. There you go. (laughs) Now uh, let's see, moving to around the web, which is also uh, around the web in English. Oh, um, that's what it is. I thought that was. Oh, never mind. I I shouldn't mention this. (laughs) But yeah, go ahead. And uh, I think you put this item in there. If you want to jump on that. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this. It sounds like this just came up the other day. In fact, actually, I think the posting said that was literally from yesterday or the uh, on Monday, uh, February, uh, January nineteenth. But apparently, popular woodworking has gone 
digital more than they already are. Apparently, if you are a subscriber to the magazine, you can now basically thumb through the magazine online. You can clip and like save articles from it for like reading later on, and you can even like send a page or two or like a full article to a friend who perhaps isn't a subscriber hmm. and they're not going to limit you to like, you know, only, oh, you can only send the preview uh, pane or anything like that. It sounds like you can send like the whole entire article and that way they can get a, you know, a great look at it and everything. And it's, if you're already a subscriber, apparently it's totally free. You don't have to pay extra for it. Just, I, I'm not sure how it works. I, uh, somehow mine was already plugged in place and I'm like, how the hell that happened? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you just punch in your subscriber information and it's up and running and it's really neat because it's, it's rather than like a PDF kind of a thing, it looks like the full magazine and you literally like turn the pages as you're going through it, you can blow it up and you know minimize it and whatever else. It was really huh. kind of neat. It kind of blew me away. That's very cool. You know, there's a lot of these digital magazines coming out, and they sort of come and go sometimes. But the one thing I always find is, as much as I love it, I really enjoy the digital format on magazines, especially when they're uh, they have that extra multimedia content and things in them. Um, but I find that the criticism of these things from people who don't like them is pretty fierce. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot that. of people who do not like the concept of reading a magazine on their screen. They just don't like it. Um, but I wish them the best of luck. I mean, if it's a, it's free with your subscription, right? So who can complain? Yeah, more than positive. Exactly what it was. So yeah, you can you kind of you know get along with it. Um, you know, so that that yeah, that is awesome. My only criticism about online magazines is it is so hard for me to drag the computer into the bathroom with me. That's the only problem. <laughs> it's very you very. You just need a laptop, it. Matt. That's all. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's that whole issue. <laughs> there have been times where I, 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 you know what, I'll admit, I take my laptop into the poopy room. Um, it's just something that I do. And there's the been, chat rooms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just be talking to people in a chat room. And, uh, you know, there's been times where I forget that that's not exactly something you want to do when there are people over. And I've walked out of, the like, the bathroom. And who who was it? Was it our, our friend's... Um, was it your mom? Or was it... I think we might have had friends, or it could have been my mother-in-law who I walked out with the laptop in, in my hand and it was clear that I had just come out of the bathroom and it was like, did you just take the laptop into the bathroom? And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> of course not. Why would I do that? But, uh, boy, that's way more information than anyone needed or wanted. <laughs> How the heck did I get there? Anyway, oh, on to yeah. uh, <laughs> we're, we're tangenty. We're, we're we're tangenty goodness here at well, Wood Talk. Online. I'm just, I'm just filling up the space. There's not much to talk about today. Um, <laughs> and, and I will clarify, I do not use the same laptop. We I have, have separate <laughs> separate laptops, fortunately. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, I've got some spray at work, you know, if you want to. I do work in the lab. We can get something that will just disinfect it like you won't believe. Yeah, I, I do clean my laptop periodically because I'm a little bit of a freak about germs. But anyway, on All to right. the news, Matt. Uh, so oh, we, we, we had mentioned your, your website earlier, and um, I don't know that we need to – I don't know what else we could say about it other than it's it's awesome and there's some cool new stuff there that people are going to want to go check out at mattsbasementworkshop.com, right? Yep, absolutely. The, the only thing I might suggest is we are trying to make the move as painless as possible. So if you notice a disruption in your subscription, it's probably completely my fault because it's like one of those, oh, what happens if I push this button? What happens if I change this uh, <laughs> this address to this? So if you do happen to notice that, we put the, the subscription page just up just recently. We've got you know, great ways for you to subscribe. So go ahead and check that out. But other than that, like I said, it's, 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 it looks so much nicer. So thank you for helping out. It looks fantastic. Check it out. <laughs> it is pretty cool. Um, you know, and the thing with the feeds, whenever you do this disruption of feeds, it's just – it's a pain in the butt, but hopefully everyone will find out about it. Just go to the website, and uh, we've listed the subscription uh, addresses right there on the website, and you'll be able yep. to pick the new one that corresponds to whether it's, what, audio or video, or or pretty much if yep. you just want to get everything in a reader, that link is there too. So, Yep, everything you could possibly <laughs> imagine. It it looks great. It looks the old one. I think the big problem was the ads kept popping over my face. Which you want to see this mug? You don't want to be covered up. You don't want to. Who gives a rip whether Lee Valley's there or not, or Popular Woodworking or AdSense? Yeah, well, I saw the thi- I saw the things there, and I'm like, when I went to your website that one time, and I was like, well, good on you for getting ads, but they're covering your logo. <laughs> you know? Anyway, so it's all good now. It looks great, and congratulations that the site came came together very nicely. Now. Did you know that the International Builders Show is going on right now? Right now? Right now. Like well, as, as you know what? Speaking. It's probably closed now, but it was going on earlier today. 
Ooh, nice. And I we, love the International Builder Show. Have you ever watched like on HGTV and they have like all those cool tools that I suddenly realize I need? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, it's kind of like the IWF or AWFS or is it AFWS? I get those letters mixed up. It's one yep. of those four letters and the, the big wood show in Vegas, which is actually coming up this summer. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, I have seen them and it, it's, a, it's a pretty cool show. It's one that I would have liked to uh, attended, but I just didn't get a chance to get out there. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like the woodworking shows, right? It's just a little bit more toward the, the, the building trade as opposed to the woodworking uh, trade. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to probably have everything in there like, you know, basement systems, septic tanks, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, all those things that we need for the wood shop, but yet we're not going to use quite, well, you know, septic tank, I probably would use that quite often. <laughs> <Right>. but. <laughs> well, there's definitely a little bit of overlap there too. And some of the, uh, at least from what I saw, there's going to be coverage from some of the woodworking magazines. Um, most notably, I just got an email just a couple hours ago, actually from Woodworkers Journal, uh, that they are doing some significant coverage, and they even have a video blog that doesn't seem to be populated yet as of now, but keep checking back. Um, it's at woodworkersjournal.com slash IBS, and they okay. also are doing Twitter updates. And oh, nice. Yeah, so twitter.com slash woodworkersjrnl, and they should be giving you updates and things uh, throughout the weekend. So if you're interested in that, uh, definitely check it out. And go to... Uh, the uh, International Builders Show website is at uh, buildersshow.com if you're looking for more information and you're in the Vegas area. It certainly might be fun to stop by. Definitely. Yeah, I can see there being a lot of overlap between the Builders Show and then like the woodworking show. Mm-hmm. I mean, builders like to wear plaid. They like suspenders with tape measure you know, <laughs> imprints on them. That's true. Uh, <laughs> and we all, we all love lasers. That's right. Yes. I <laughs> can't get enough of them. <laughs> I wonder if you took a little laser light and you just... Uh, hung it above the show floor of the Builder's Show and moved it around, would they all start running around and crashing into the walls like cats do and, and dogs do when they chase laser lights? That would be you know, since everything, since lasers make everything just that much better, what if I put a laser on me? Would that make me a better woodworker? Most you know, likely. I, yes, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> I just need to figure out which one will work best for me. Yes, uh, I think two lasers would make you even twice as twice as good. Um, oh, all right, turning. so jumping into our hot deals, Matt. Um, this one is a big one. This is very big. This is huge because it's for Wood Talk Online listeners only, which is very, mm. very special and very kind of them to provide. Eagle yeah. America is uh, giving us an opportunity to save $10 on orders over $75. That means that if you have an order for $75, you could get that for $65. Whoa, that's that's awesome, now, especially now, these days. Yeah, and I'm I'm no mathematician, and I didn't even need my calculator for that. But that's uh that's good savings. So anyway, Wood Talk Online listeners only. We're going to give you the link. Uh, anybody who wants to go there right now, it's eagleamerica.com/slash Wood Talk Four Nine. Wood Talk Forty Nine. That corresponds nice. with today's episode. Uh, but yeah, ten bucks off of a seventy-five dollar order. Uh, great router bits. The price cutter bits are there, and those are really good too. Uh, but the Eagle America bits are kind of like top of the line, really good stuff. So check that out. Right. Absolutely. You know, and uh, $10 off $75, I think that's more than 10%, like a little bit more than 10%. A little bit. I think. Yeah, something like that. So anyways, I just had to throw that out to show my math skills. <laughs> very good, math. Man. <laughs> About as good as but mine. Don't, don't, don't ask me to split fractions, though, man. That'll kill me. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I found another thing out there, uh, another one that everybody might enjoy. Because I use these. In fact, I was very skeptical about using these. But I saw over at Woodcraft uh, now through January 31st, you can actually – have you ever used those like little painter's pyramids? You like get a, like a – a 10-pack, and uh, you, basically what's going mm-hmm. on is you buy a 10-pack, a uh, you, you buy, hold on here, <laughs> purchase four sets for the price of three, those little painter pyramids. And if you've ever used them before, they're, they're so darn neat because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they basically got the, like the little tips and you kind of put the stuff up there and you, you can paint, you can stain or whatever, and, and you don't have to worry about getting it all over the place. I was scared when I bought mine, but you know what, I, I've used them a ton, so... Buy three sets, you get a fourth free. You can't beat that. That's good. And I have, for the first time, I think someone sent me a link a while ago, and I saw them popping up in all the uh, the catalogs, and I'm like, eh, I'm not sure that's going to come in handy. I don't, you know, it doesn't seem to make much sense because I thought it would 
create an indentation and it can. I mean, if you're putting on a thick enough film, it certainly can. But the bottom line is anytime you're finishing anything, you want that thing elevated off the ground uh, mm-hmm. or off of the table surface. And normally I use like another box or uh, just some scrap wood to elevate it. And this, these are perfect. They don't make much contact. They don't scratch the surface at all. Uh, so stock up on them man, and then keep a couple stacks of them there at the ready. And anytime you need them, you got them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can get 40 for the price of 30. So that's not bad at all. So definitely take advantage of that. Definitely. Yeah, you want to hit that next one too? Yeah, and then the next one, again, this is a Woodcraft one. Um, I, I don't know, I was just hanging out there because I like anything that starts with wood. Uh, it <laughs> says, uh, you, if you were to purchase a DeWalt thickness planer, in fact, they say any DeWalt thickness planer, obviously through Woodcraft, via a mail-in rebate, you can get a free set of replacement planer blades up to a $54.99 value. So, it's a, like I said, it's a mail-in rebate, but you know what? Having an extra set of planer blades, I don't know about you, but I manage to nick them up constantly. So a lot of times I'll have ones that, just for my rough work, they'll go through, and then I have a second set that when I only want delicate little touches to my wood, <laughs> we put on the blades. <laughs> nice, very cool. Hey, you know what? I just wanted to mention, as I'm, I'm looking at the, the things that we have offered here, a lot of times Matt and I just kind of just scour the emails and the ads and the websites and try and find decent deals uh, to give you some hot deals in this, this section of the show. Uh, but the what Eagle America is doing is definitely very specific for the show. So not that I'm saying everybody should go out and, and, you know, and buy some router bits, but those deals will get better and better uh, the more people use them. You know, So I'm hoping these become really popular. People take advantage of it and they will just get you know more and more significant uh, as far as the savings go if they continue to uh, to be successful so uh, just thought right. i'd mention that but normally most of the stuff that you and i just post is just literally random links uh, you know that we just found that seemed like good deals exactly in fact actually, a lot of times as we're recording i'm just going through a quick one all right now it's okay there's that and then Oh, there's a compass for three ninety nine. So. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I get all these emails throughout the week with with different specials and stuff, so it's nice to be able to to just write them down and have them for the show. Like, okay, you know, what they have seen come in in a while is Peachtree. Have you heard anything from Peachtree recently? No. I mean, that used to be like a big picking for us. Yeah, not since Christmas. It's it seems to have slowed down since the holidays. Oh, the damn holidays! Maybe they've just been cutting prices a little bit too much. There you go. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, you know, we, we didn't really have a topic. Well, we sort of did. We were going to talk about this um, in the latest popular woodworking. There's an article on four different ways to taper a leg. And as I'm going through it, sounded good on paper. And then I started looking at it going, you know what? A lot of this is visual. And for me to explain this uh, and do it any justice, uh, you know, with, with the, uh, the show, it's probably not going to work. So I decided not <laughs> to do that. And uh, just because I've been so busy, I haven't had a chance to find a replacement topic. So what I'm going to do instead is show you a nifty little thingamajiggy. Oh, right. I love thingamajiggies. This thing. Can you see the, uh, the feed, the video feed too, Matt? Yep, I can see it. This is not a midget hockey stick. <laughs> this is a piece of metal that's been bent into a very interesting shape so that it does something cool. Oh, sweet. I love cool. Um, have you heard of, we t- I mentioned this earlier, the Gorilla uh, Gripper. No, we talked about that. It's people in the chat room, you heard of the uh, Gorilla Gli- Why can't I say that? I'll say it for you, the Gorilla Gripper. Thank you, sir. You're uh, welcome. Well, the inventors of the Gorilla Gripper have come up with this really nifty thing. It's called the Leg Up. The great thing is it's got a picture of a dog who's lifting his leg and he's about to take a wee-wee. That's the best way to remember it. <laughs> yeah, so it's called the leg up. It's actually really slick. If you go to, uh, can can you try to find the Gorilla Gripper's website and put that link into the chat room? They have basically two products, the Gorilla Gripper, and then they've got this, uh, the leg up, which they just came out with. It hooks into the bar um, of your fence on your table saw, and it sort of latches on there. You tighten the, the screw, and it holds it in place. And this hook at the bottom... This is resting pretty close to the floor at this point. And what you do is put the end of a big piece of plywood in there. You just lift it up, rest the piece of plywood in there, and that little hook grabs onto the the bottom part of the plywood. And if you're on the other end, where you would need to be to push it through the table saw, you're only, it's basically like having another set of hands over there helping you lift it up to the table saw. So a one, one person operation without, you know, breaking your back trying to get this thing and leverage it up there. Um, it, it basically just lifts it up there for you. It's really, really awesome, but it's so simple. Oh, that, yeah, that is a great idea. I mean, yeah, because I can see exactly where the, the, the piece is going to sit down on the bottom. Got a little J down there. That yep. is awesome. Cause I, I mean, how many times I, 
I've mentioned this before, like when I'm trying to work with plywood, I've had those those gotcha moments yeah. where I think I, I like totally soiled myself because <laughs> yeah. the piece didn't lift the right way and the cut started to be made in the, in the exact wrong spot. And, mm-hmm. you know, that just <laughs> I could have used a leg up then just to <laughs> get my situation. Yeah, well, this is great. I mean, literally, uh, there's a video on the website. It's really short, works, you know, shows you exactly what it does. You lift it up. And then as soon as you pull the piece of ply over just a little bit, the hook just slowly drops right back down into a vertical position, stays out of the way. And, you know, I cut most of my ply down um, using a circular saw before I even get it to the table saw. This is one of those things that, you know, it's an alternative to that because you can very easily now uh, get those pieces of uh, ply right up onto the table saw. And it's and it connects really easily. It's out of the way. I may just keep it on there for the heck of it just in case I ever need it. So... Um, I thought that would be fun to mention that cause I thought it was a pretty innovative, uh, neat little tool, especially from, you know, people who already have a reputation for coming up with innovative stuff like the, the gorilla gripper, which I've always thought was cool, even though I've never owned one. Uh, <laughs> but I probably should have, and my, my back would have thanked me a long time ago. Yeah. No kidding. Well, with that, that leg up, that would definitely help out too. Yeah. Anything that helped make it a little bit easier for people like me try to make things as hard as possible. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Now, you know what, dude? We don't have any voicemails, so uh, okay. nothing going on there. And uh, encourage everyone to call us and um, leave, you know, good questions and uh, comments and things like that. We are always happy to play them on the show. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to do really quick, if Nicole is prepared to help us pick a winner, we don't really have oh. a lot of... Uh, Things to give away, but what I would like to give away this week is another guild, uh, six month guild Wood Whisper Guild membership. Um, nice. The great thing about it is it's you know it's not, it's not an object. It takes me two seconds to set it up. I don't have to send anything to anybody. It's fantastic. I'm like uh, right. Monty Hall making deals over here. Nice. Yeah, you don't have to take those long trips to the post office and stand in line behind the person who didn't fill out their W two nine four one five slash Z form the right <laughs> way. And then it turns out they don't even have correct change for stamps. Not like that's ever happened to me, but I know exactly the pain that people had. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so what, what's the system we're going to use to give this away? I'm just going to... She's just going to pick random with the magic scrolling pointer. Until you, pointer. Tell, me, until you tell me to stop. Okay, you ready? Are you scrolling? One lucky winner. That's all we're doing this time. We'll get some good prizes. You know, next time is our uh, 50th show, and we'll be sort of... Uh, working with popular woodworking uh, on the next show. So who knows? I don't know what to expect. I really have no idea what we're going to do. They don't even know what to expect. That's yeah. what they're more nervous than we are. We're like, yeah. yeah, this is going to rock. And they're like, oh, God, I hope this doesn't fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen. We'll see. Uh, but, yeah, in the future, we will uh, try to get more stuff for the giveaways and things. Um, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And stop. Spagnolo. Nicole Spagnolo. Yay! Nicole is BD. B. D. That's the name, just BD. BD. Well, BD, your uh, your avatar is a ninja. Please don't kill me. <laughs> I'm giving you I'm giving you something nice. Be nice to me. Um, so BD, if you want to send your information, uh, email address. He's, always like, He's not here. Pick again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is there. <laughs> I won. I won. You- yay. You so, be totally available. <laughs> um, send an email to uh, to me, or if you want to handle that, handle Nicole, it. that would be great. And uh, we just need your email address and a preferred username, and I'll give you a temporary password, and you will have six months of delicious Wood Whisperer goodness. Okay, well, that was fun, and uh, I've got to say, I'm spent. That was a lot of excitement. <laughs> um, you know, we do have a Tom's tip if we want to play that. Yeah, I love Tom's tip. You know, he, I hear he has a great theme song. I don't know if anybody's heard it recently. Or maybe we should skip or go right to Tom's tip. <laughs> I think we should. And uh, yes, it is a fantastic theme song. And uh, I don't know, but I think whoever sang this probably has a career in music ahead of him. Definitely. Yeah. Tom's tips. That's right. I said Tom's tips. I didn't say Tom's lips. I said Tom's tips. Hello everyone, it's Tom Iavino from Tom's Workbench, and it's time for another one of Tom's Tips. While some woodworkers hate them, screws are frequently used in woodworking projects. Nothing beats them for ease of use, speed, and holding strength. When driving screws into hardwood, they sometimes can be difficult to drive, even with a properly drilled pilot hole. Lubricating the screws can make driving them easier. While soap has been recommended, It really isn't preferred because soap attracts water and can lead to rust. 
A cheap source of screw lube can be found in the plumbing department. A new toilet bowl wax ring. Just buy one and keep it on hand if you need to slick up some screws for your next project. If you want to discover more clever, useful, or even somewhat coherent tips, check out my blog at tomsworkbench.com or visit any of the other great blogs that belong to the Wood Whisperer Network at twwnetwork.com. I love Tom. That's always some great stuff from Tom. I he mean, has I, some, yeah, he does. He's, he's a brilliant man. Maybe he has way too much time on his hands to come up with all this great stuff. You know, <laughs> we really got to get Tom working on some other things because I, I get this stuff and I'm like, oh, why didn't I think about that? <laughs> yeah, and now, now, of course, there's going to be a mad rush to Home Depot to pick up toilet bowl wax rings. And they're going to they're gonna skyrocket in price and, and it's just it's not going to be a good tip anymore. <laughs> I can see that when they're like, oh, my God, there must be wrong, something wrong with the sewer system. But everybody's buying these, man. They must have just blown the toilets right off the floor. <laughs> yeah, you just can't – you can't uh, overestimate their – would it be underestimate or over – yeah, you can't underestimate the power of Wood Talk Online. Boy, I screwed that up. Forget I even said anything. You know what? A lot of people overestimate the power of Wood Talk Online, so <laughs> we're true. doing them a favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's go to the chat room for a little bit since we're uh, running a little shorter than we normally do. And uh, see if there's any questions that we can include on the podcasted version of the show. And if not, we will uh, close up shop and just hang out in the chat room for a little bit anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Are we? Are you sending us questions, my blonde beauty? Oh, yeah. Does anybody Sorry. pay? Yeah, I have a lot of Yeah, we got this whole new high-tech system where people can ask a question separately from, from typing it into the chat room. And uh, it's uh, pretty cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, because last week, the last time, that's when I, I closed it out. I'm like, what the hell is this annoying moderation thing? Right. What do I have to do? You have to read the question. I have to read the question because I usually don't do that and people get angry. I'll read the question, I promise. There's no questions to be read. I am fetching. Oh, yeah. in, the mean, in the meantime, does somebody want to hear my song again? No. Tom's tips. <laughs> that's right. I said Tom's tips. I didn't say Tom's lips. You could definitely tell that was written and produced by a drummer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Clearly, clearly. Okay, so is our fetching not working? Wow. This is a really fetching system. It is fetching. Quite fetching. Technology sucks. I'm giving all this up. Running Wood wants to know how you and Matt hooked up. Well, it was a uh, cold, dark night. Yes, and uh, I had a lot to drink. And um, uh, And I didn't have any. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's right. I did promise not too much. Well, is two times too much singing? Uh, what actually happened with uh, with us? I th- believe I contacted you when I started following your podcast and told you that I was going to start a video. And right. I think for a, quite a while, it was just me and Matt uh, each doing our um, own shows. And then I I contacted Matt and said, "Hey, uh, what do you think about doing a, a show together and wasting people's time together online?" And <laughs> And look where we are now. <laughs> and it was a match made in heaven, apparently. So, um, yep, I, I remember the day fondly because I remember my uh, getting the email from you and going, there's actually somebody out there listening to the show. And my wife didn't believe it, so I had to show her the email a couple times. And, <laughs> but, yeah, it definitely – yeah, because I remember we, we talked about it like, all right, yeah, let's do this. Let's definitely do this. And it was always one of those, yeah, well, let's do it soon. Yeah, we got to do this. And <laughs> right. you, you know how that always stretches out. I mean, we're like – you know, six months, nine months later. <laughs> yeah, well, the good thing is it only took us a year and a half to actually commit to some kind of a schedule, which we're in now. <laughs> so, right, yes. Before it was <laughs> always like, out, so. yeah, it was like, are, are you free? No, okay. Are you free? No, okay. So, yep. um, and I do have a, I have a question here. So the fetching thing seems to be working. Well, I lost two questions and they went okay. to Well, cyberspace. and you know what? Uh, it, and w- despite what Kip says, we did not meet in an airport restroom. <laughs> Although I do have a wide stance, but that's a whole other issue. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was talking to this uh, fella earlier, Annalyn. Am I pronouncing that right? I don't know. A-N-O-L-E-N. He, he's, is, is he asking about gap filler or is this question a gap filler? Talk about when to use a certain finish, when to use lacquer, poly, shellac. But you know... When do you use certain finishes? Like, do you have a go-to finish? Do you find that there's certain jobs that you're pr- going to go for a particular finish? Or do you just use your favorite and that's really it? 
Uh, I'm a firm believer in sticking with what I know and <laughs> not, not taking any is, chances. <laughs> that's right. Well, which actually, I, I have a, a lot of times, depending on what it is. Like if, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do something where I know I really need a lot of extra protection on a you know like say like a, a kitchen table or something like that. I, I have you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go for something that I. I know will really withstand it, and that's usually like polyurethane or something. If it's something that I'm like, yeah, it's more of a pretty piece in the corner, something like that, I might go with more of a shellac because I, I, I like using shellac because it's so much easier than polyurethane sometimes. Mm-hmm. Actually, I should take that back. Polyurethane is really easy. I need to be a little bit more experimental. So I do, I, those are like my two main ones that I go to. You know, for me, it's like um, I kind of consider it like being a chef and having a bunch of ingredients. They all make food, you know, and all these different finishes will put a protective layer on top of the wood, uh, but they all have different subtle working properties. They all have different final results uh, that may make it a little bit better for one situation or another. Uh, so, for instance, I, like like you just said, anything that needs that's going to get beat up, you know, that needs to be durable, you're probably going to want some kind of a varnish or polyurethane because it's not just uh, it's tough wearing in a sense where it's not real hard it's actually got a certain amount of uh, stretchiness to it that allows it to to really take a hit Uh, whereas something like lacquer and shellac they tend to be a little bit more uh, harder and more brittle so those things don't necessarily take a hit very well because you know it's like candy if you think candy doesn't take a hit but uh you know taffy does for instance if you want to make a, a food analogy continue there um, you know, and things yeah, like fat man, that's a good idea. Let's continue I'm getting, mad, I'm getting mad all excited. <laughs> We're in the show right now. I'm heading upstairs. <laughs> so this is also why things like shellac and lacquer, because they're harder, they, uh, really rub out really well. So if you're looking to do like a super high gloss finish, uh, you, you know, p- uh, polyurethane and varnish are not really the best finish to use if you're going to buff it out to a high, high gloss. Uh, but something like shellac and lacquer on the other hand would be great for that. Uh, and of course, there's strategic reasons. Shellac is great in terms of blocking off oil, you know, oily woods, problem woods. Shellac is an answer for a lot of things because it binds to just about everything. Uh, and, you know, lacquers, there's different, lots of different types of lacquer that you might use. There's really durable lacquers out there. If you have, a, um, you know, catalyzed lacquer and things like that are, are pretty durable. And I've used those on kitchen tables with a lot of luck. So, uh, you know, there are specialized things that you can do with them, but it goes way beyond, you know, the kind of discussion we can have here. But hopefully that just gives you a quick idea. Okay, right. a couple other questions we have here. Uh, well, there's a question about ebonizing wood. And, you know, I don't do that that often. But if I were to do it, I would probably use a combination of uh, dyes, you know, maybe some India ink just to get a really deep, deep black color. Uh, I know a lot of people are fond of using, like they put uh, steel wool and vinegar in a jar and make you know, a solution that's more of a natural solution uh, that will turn wood black. But to me, that's a little bit of a slower way of doing it. I'd rather just put some color on there, excuse me, and get a really deep, rich black color uh, with that. Have you ever ebonized anything? The closest I've come to ebonizing anything is um, one of my favorite techniques. And I remember seeing this like in an article in a fine woodworking magazine. It was just for something small, but um, it's called the uh, Sharpie King Size Permanent Black Marker. (laughs) And uh, it's a, a kind of an alcohol based. It goes on and uh, it seems to work out fine. Again, where I originally saw it, I think the uh, the author was using it to like uh, blacken some plugs. And he was like, you know, it's cheap. It's easy. They're yeah. small. Who's really going to notice? Nice. So that's that's about it. Uh, I think I probably would use like some sort of dye or something like that, you know, so that the wood grain would, would stay out there. I mean, I, I could see myself actually going – Hey, where's that black paint that we used in my daughter's room the other day? <laughs> that, going from there. Dude, that is funny. That's a good tip, though. Uh, Sharpie can come in handy for, for a lot of things in the shop. Right. Uh, let's see. John C. asks, what's the most that we've ever paid for a board foot for lumber? Or per Ooh. board foot for lumber? Ah, oh, that's a tough one. Um, out there. Um, I, I can't, you know what? I, I have a number in my head, and I can't remember exactly what the wood was that I purchased at the time. I know I've paid up to $17 a board foot for wood, and we're not just talking one board. 17 bucks a board foot for a project that was made out of a number of board feet of that lumber. Um, right. And this might be interesting as a sort of a side question, and I have this number locked away in my head too. Uh, the most that I've ever spent on a single purchase of wood was $2,000. Wow. <laughs> Holy cats. <laughs> when I bought, oh. uh, do, does anyone remember the summer of Wengi? 
the summer of I think I remember that one. Yeah, a couple uh, summers ago, I had several uh, armoires to make out of solid Wengi, and I needed a bunch of eight quarter and four quarter stock, and I basically bought about two grand worth of uh, of Wengi for that project. Didn't they have? Did, wasn't there some metal involved in that one? Is that the one I'm thinking? Yes, of, the one with the big uh, thick. Uh, textured metal fronts, the steel front. Yeah, that that night yeah. that nightmare of a project. Bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I remember somebody being a little grumpy during Ooh. that time period. <laughs> uh, you know what? A million splinters in your palm will do that to you. Uh, that oh. was that was a bad time. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to think of like the most expensive. I think I've gone is probably only about seven or eight dollars a board foot, and that's just bad. because you know, just like just like my finishes, I like my wood cheap some of my women too and but uh you know i i just i haven't really experienced cause this is actually a topic that i I've, I've i've tried to bring up at least with myself and i I've, i'm so nervous about doing it but i definitely i i need to branch out a little bit more i hear people talking about going like paduk and you know all these just beautiful grain woods and i've stood like in in the lumber stores and i've stared at them and i'm like is it me or is it just I, they don't set me off the way I think other people do, like that burning desire to absolutely have to use them. I look at that and I'm like, that's really pretty, but yeah. that poplar over there, I could stain that to look that way. But you know what? That's <laughs> that's good though. I mean, if I think there's a, um, I think I have that problem where I, I have a project that I that I want to make, and I sort of have this. I don't know. Maybe it's a little bit snobbish in a way to think that I don't, it's not going to be as good unless I use these higher quality woods or, you know, or, or more expensive exotic woods in it. And I have a tendency to go in that direction. And actually, I think it's admirable to be perfectly fine building any project you want out of any material you want and not worrying about you know, whether or not it's going to uh, you know, be the most expensive quilted maple board you could find. Right. Well, you know, that's one thing. Is I, I, to me, like really stepping up is... I bought some cherry last year, and I've been kind of hooked on it ever since then, you know. And so I'm like, now I feel like I'm like, you know, I'm Mr. Big Pants because I'm buying some cherry and everything. But yeah, that's it's it's one of those. I, I've always felt like maybe I'm missing out, but the more I look at it, I just I can't bring myself to do with it. And to be honest with you, it has nothing to do with price tag. It's just like one of those. I look at like a nice zebra wood, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. How am I going to explain that to the wife for her bookcase? Because you know, she's, <laughs> she's going to go paint it. I want it white. <laughs> yeah, that's well. That's a hard thing to justify. I mean, and especially if you're on a budget, these woods are not cheap at all. You know, so it is. It is kind of tough to justify. Right. Okay. Uh, a couple. Hey, other, I gotta, yeah. Go ahead. Let me. Let me we have. Uh, see. Uh, oh, I forgot that you 50. get questions. I'm going to shut up now. Let you yeah, ask I, them. Well, I have one that I, I fetched. I think it looks like there's a couple others in there. But let's see. We have uh, 50 Techie who asks. When you're gonna try, uh, when are you gonna try the new Irwin parallel jaw clamps? Well, I didn't even know anything about them until he asked this question. So I went and did a little search real quick, and I brought up a uh, Toolmonger, and they they apparently they tried them out. And okay. are you familiar with these at all? Have you, have you what seen are they these? again? I'm sorry, the parallel what? The Ir- Irwin's new parallel jaw clamps. No, I am apparently, not familiar. Yeah, according to this, apparently they have a 24 inch and a 48 inch model out. And uh, basically, it's the 24-inch, I guess, is going for $25, and the 48-inch is going for $30. Hmm. So I haven't, I haven't really had a chance to – I haven't seen these at all. This is brand new to me, but they, they look nice. I mean, they, they have the same size as like, maybe like the Jets or the, uh, um, uh, like the, the old Bessies, like the, the K-Body style ones. Sure. Um, at those prices, it sounds pretty reasonable. I'm just really curious how it's going to work out. And it looks like uh, the guys over at Toolmonger gave it a really decent – rating apparently yeah certainly worth you know looking into now that they'd look just like a bessie for the most part competitor for the jets the bessies you know that, that. yep yeah that at square body you know it looks like you know they, they definitely the the big clamps in fact what they're about three and three quarter inch jaws according to this article huh okay and uh yeah they definitely they they, they look pretty good size so maybe something worth checking out it's worth a shot right yeah what the heck save a few bucks and if it turns out they work out really great even better right what'd you say Todd Clippinger, the one and only, the man who is personally taking down David Marks' uh, <laughs> scraper video, <laughs> one video at a time. Uh, that's an inside joke. Anyway, uh, someone asked if we can endorse a power mortiser. Chester asked. Uh, well, I don't know about endorse, but I, I have used extensively the Jet benchtop mortiser, and I have used extensively the Powermatic uh, uh, benchtop mortiser. 
And then I use the floor standing mortiser as well. Uh, floor standing is probably beyond you know the average uh, home woodworker's budget. It's a little excessive. Uh, but I have always aspired, when I had the Jet, I always really wanted the Powermatic because it's uh, quite a bit more heavy-duty and has a nice uh, long arm on it that makes it just much easier. The leverage is much easier to pull down and, and get those difficult uh, woods mortised. So uh, the Jet, I will say, the uh, little ball uh, ball and socket joint at the top that connects the little spring dillywhacker, uh, that oh, yes. broke on me at one point, and I had to get that replaced because it just couldn't take the pressure I was doing um, actually white oak at the time. So, yeah, obviously that's a hard thing to plow through, but you would hope that it would still be able to withstand even the hardest wood and not break. So um, that was the jet. But uh, have you – well, do you do you even have a, a, a hollow chisel mortiser in the shop? The closest thing I have is one of those drill press attachment ones. Okay. And well, what do you I, think of that? Because that's an expensive solution. You know, to be honest with you, I, I, I've had mixed results with it. I've, I've had good results and bad results, and unfortunately, they've been in the same project, actually. <laughs> and I think a lot of it had more to do with the um, the, the hollow chisel, the, the mortise itself not being, or the, the mortiser itself not being sharp enough, the actual chisel itself. Mm, okay. um, once it was nice and sharp, though, my biggest complaint is kind of along that line of, of the handle. It wasn't big enough because you're using the handles on your on your drill press. And so it's like one of those, as you start going, when you hit that spot where you need just that little extra pressure, you know, that, that wheel, just basic physics, which I flunked physics, so it explains why I didn't understand it. <laughs> but I, I wasn't able to, I needed a bigger lever to be able to get more power in there. Sure. And then the only other limitation really is, um, I, 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 from what it looks like to me, uh, it's maybe a little bit smaller, a little bit less depth than you could get from a, uh, a dedicated uh, chis- or mortiser. But mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I think they're they're very very similar, and I don't know. It's it's alright. I haven't broken it out in a long time, just because I haven't. But um, it, yeah, it worked out pretty good. Well, that's good. Yeah, I've I've heard mixed things about the uh, attachment drill press attachment version, so I, I didn't know much about it. Yep. Uh, you know what? I think we're we're coming up on an hour for the recording, so I think what we'll do is is close out the show, and then we will. Uh, if you can stick around, Matt, we'll continue to answer some questions in the chat room. And uh, if you want to just let people uh, in the podcast know uh, how they can get in touch with us, we will close out the show. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Well, if you've heard anything today that you want to comment uh, on anything that we've been talking about, you want to add a little suggestion in there, you just want to say hi. You know what? You can comment uh, on it at woodtalkonline at gmail.com. Or you can pick up the phone and leave us a voicemail because we love getting voicemail. Mm -hmm. It's 623-242-2450. Absolutely. Uh, I have nothing more to add to that. Um, I'm very excited for the next show, even though I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, uh, episode episode 50 should be a grand event, and I'm putting That's the pressure. Right. I'm putting the pressure on Chris Schwartz right now by by telling him that that we ex- expect great things next show. <laughs> right. Yeah, we should be able to just sit back, and the show is just going to happen. So make sure you come back for it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So thanks for uh, for stopping by, everybody in the chat room. Thank you, and uh, hang out because we'll we'll continue to answer some questions. And oh, by the way, if you are listening to this on your iPod or uh, other such MP3 playing device, be sure to come by these live events because it's a lot of fun. A lot of people in the chat room and uh, opportunity to uh, ask some questions or start some trouble or maybe even throw a few insults our way. Right, yeah, definitely. Uh, or win something too, right? There you go. Bring it on. Absolutely. <laughs> so until uh, until next time, probably roughly two weeks from now, uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you later. Right. Take care, everybody.